Welcome to the Cult of Comics podcast. I'm Tyler, and who's with me today? I got... Say your names. Hello. Josh. I guess I'm Sean, then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a first. That's wonderful. How you guys doing? Uh, you know, a little sunburnt. You see? Got some uh, red um, reflection going on. I spent some time outside. You're always red, though. Yeah, but you told me to go outside, so I went outside, and I got burned. So Yeah, I'm just looking probably, at my window. When did I tell you to go outside? Last week. You know, I'm probably not oh. going to do that again. Yeah, I'm just looking out my window now, and there is absolutely zero <laughs> chance of me getting sunburnt. Yeah. It's just no, I put it's on, like, gray. We spent all day outside yesterday doing the beer Olympics, and I maybe put on, like, one layer of sunscreen the whole day. So, I think I came out ahead. Mm. They say the sun doesn't set on the British Isle, but I don't think that it actually rises over there. I think that's no, what it's they meant No, it's the British Empire, not the Isle. Yeah, that's it. Hmm. Um, yeah, the British are like importing it's... sun from all over the world. Do you ever lay out in the like when you do get sun? Do you just put tea bags on your face, and is it Lipton tea? Lipton. <laughs> of course, that <laughs> would be sacrilege. Fucking damn it! God, fucking damn it, Tyler. Hey, serious question though. Uh, what's your favorite tea to drink? Not a joke. I'm actually serious. Uh, PG tips or something like that. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, PG tips. Quite nice. PG tips. PG tips. It's a brand. Oh, okay. Yes, it's a brand. Oh, I There's thought we were asking about a flavor. No, it's just brands of standard black tea. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. I'm just seeing your backdrop right now all of a sudden. Is that just a shelf of just Stephen King books? Like, I just see a, a flurry was... of Stephen King collection. Uh, there is a Philip K. D. book, like, right on the end here. And there are I two Stephen King master. books just there. Yeah. We've got Carrie, we've got Shining, Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Harry Potter. Yeah, we've got Harry four of the Harry Potter books Potter. here. Let's just let's just have do this ever... in the episode. <laughs> here we have Harry Potter and Philosopher's Stone, written by J.K. Yeah, Rowling in nineteen ninety seven. That's your uh, that's your reading level right there. Exactly. I've got <laughs> classier stuff. I've got nineteen eighty four. Oh. Somebody went to high school. Well, <laughs> I get it, because Josh got burned, now he's got to burn him. Got it. I'll get even redder now. (laughs) I love it. Hey, what do they call high school in uh, England? Secondary school. Yeah. So that makes sense, actually. Because it's the second one. I don't understand why they... Yeah. Yeah. I don't really understand why they call it high school uh, over here. Did you pass all of your owls? I did pass all my owls. (laughs) And graduate onto the newts. Did you see that they started making, you know, those talking envelopes uh, in the films? They've oh, actually used made... the correct word. Use the correct word. Uh, word or words? The name of the screeching envelope. The screeching letters? Yep. Okay. They started making like actual ones that you can record, but you have to like physically hold it oh. and mimic like the mouth movements in order to get it to go. Okay. It's called a howler. Oh, a yeah. howler? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. That takes on to Harry Potter and the s- Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> okay. I remember really loving those books as a kid, and that's one of those books that, like, when you reread as an adult, I feel like it kind of gets a little ruined. No, it still like, holds up. Some friends well. just don't make I, any I've fucking sense. What doesn't make adults. sense? What doesn't make sense? Well, for, like, one thing, for one thing, the currency. There's. I don't, I'm not even going to try to remember the exchange rate. 
that's it's like that's the worst part of it but even like ignoring the exchange rate which in itself makes no fucking sense and there was little thought going into that i'm talking about like the currency in itself i mean when they try to use any form of currency throughout the entire series i mean the value for things just doesn't make any sense i mean if one thing is i, I don't even remember what it's called it's like five dollars for a fucking bar of chocolate five but then shekels it's like ten pence schmeckles or yeah I, I don't remember what they said it was doubloons i don't know it's oh, nuts, also, sickles, and gallons. That's it. Also, really? Yeah. Oh. It's close. This is just a side thing, and I just had this thought. Is it just me, or is it kind of weird that they have short, large-nosed characters that rule banks? Yeah, it is a little anti-Semitic. It's, yeah, it's been called a little bit, before. Right? Yeah. Oh, has it? Yes. Oh, definitely. Oh, I'm not an original person no. at all. Oh, Although sense. I did, I did find a mistake. I did find a mistake in the Philosopher's Stone that just makes the whole book unreadable. What is it? She used the word poisonous instead of venomous. Oh, oh, that actually does make a difference. Yeah, she said the dragon's fangs were poisonous. Well, don't Ooh, eat it. That's rookie mistake, Joanne. <laughs> rookie mistake. <laughs> oh, Mia, you know me. Uh, I like to eat my dragon's teeth with, you know, a so, bowl of milk. It's funny you talk about. So it's funny that you have Stephen King and uh, J.K. Rowling on the same shelf as each other because um, I'm still reading The Stand, and uh, I'm actually really digging it still. You're gonna be reading uh, that forever. Just, it's it is 1,200 pages, and it is like listen to that. Yeah. Just, no, I got. Set, oh uh, Jesus! A bunch of dust just came out. What 112263 is like 800 some pages. It's just that is forever. that is a really good book though. Yeah, that is a great. No, book. I listened to the. Uh, I had the book and I still listen to the audio novel for that. I recommend the audiobook for Salem's Lot. Like the way they build the tension <sighs> yes. in it is really good. You know the guy does a great job. Everybody's been everybody's been hyping up the Sandman uh, audiobook, but I've been putting it off because I actually just want to read. Well, it's an uh, audio drama. It's not an audio book. Yeah, it's a full cast. It's got like whole cast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, there are audio books that have listen. full casts. Sure. <clears throat> I think that I'll listen, give it a listen after I actually finish the fucking books. Maybe book by book, and then go from there. Neil Gaiman is a strange writer. Like, yeah. he's enjoyable, but yeah, he's still I very weird. To, uh, American Gods that had a full cast. American Gods is one of the only books that I've read out there that fed me knowledge that was so out there, like, <laughs> different that I actually think of it still to this day. Like, when it comes to Anansi or Eostra of the Dawn, like, that still comes up in conversation that I have with people regularly, uh, every almost every other day. Um, Neil Gaiman is a out there writer but man he's cool anyway so the thing i was going to say was uh i've been lis- listening to and um watching a lot of stephen king uh interviews and everything and something that he had brought up was how he had a pretty casual relationship with jk rowling previous to her you know twitter yeah. meltdowns that she uh, had recently um and it's just interesting to see because uh, in an interview like a sit-down talk with george R. R. martin um they had mentioned how one of the criticisms that they had had uh, that they had run into was um, by a lot of different critics, just, you know, little snippets of things here and there, but the response is, you know, they don't understand what we do, but Stephen King's response is how can they understand what we do when we don't even understand what we do? 
which is interesting to think about. Just wing. But it. I feel like he's just well. Stephen King has this mentality where he's like, if you can, he literally said, if you sell a book or a story, and that check goes through, and you uh, use that money to keep your lights on in your house, I consider you a good writer. Like his bar is is down yeah. here. Like, <clears throat> but at the same time, he has actually really interesting opinions and thoughts when it comes to other creators. And especially when it comes to uh, hyping up other people's stuff. But he's just like this weirdly wholesome dude. And I kind of just want to know what irks him. It, it's very rare to see. He doesn't you know, like, like Trump. In actuality. He doesn't like he does when not the like cocaine Trump. is gone. <laughs> dude, uh, Ed Brubaker brought up uh, his cocaine habit at the end of one of his uh, afterwards. I can't remember which comic it was, but he was talking about how during the peak of his cocaine addiction, he was on his typewriter and he had, his his nose was bleeding way like a crazy amount uh, from doing too much cocaine. But he just shoved a bunch of tissues up in there and yeah. he was just typing it away. Uh, I think he called him Stephen. I think he said Stephen King is metal as fuck, which <laughs> I'll forever remember with the association with Ed Brubaker from now on. Did that come up in? Uh crossover was that something that chip zadarsky mentioned he meant he did mention doing a load of coke okay yeah oh yeah he did yeah yeah yeah. or his fictional version did a load of coke or something yeah 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 well it was that he was hit the portrayal of of chip zadarsky uh is like the sexy horny fun loving you know caricature of a person rather than the real person who is steve murray yeah who i didn't know that was his real name i thought it was something like even I thought it was something even more basic. I thought it was something like John or something. Anyways, well, so we should get on with it and uh, talk about what this episode is. So uh, today is Sunday, July 4th, uh, Independence Day in America, and it is a beautiful day to blow up a piece of your country. Yeah, you got a nice Um, message from your dad this morning, didn't you? I did. He said, uh, God bless America. Happy Independence Day. And it felt very, (laughs) he's never, he's actually never done that to me before. I don't really understand where that came from. It was very surprising because typically he messages me on my birthday or on holidays. So I think today was a big day for him. You obviously had fun with it, making those memes that you sent me. Today wasn't your birthday. Happy birthday, No, it's America's birthday. (laughs) Happy America's birthday. Yeah. We need to celebrate. Tyler equals America. <laughs> America Chavez. Yeah, we gotta go um, blow up so parts you've never... of Tyler. More blow, more like blow out parts of Tyler, Ooh. huh? Ooh. Oh, <laughs> I'm right. so sorry. Those. We're gonna start with the hair and. All right. <laughs> then end up with a fluff. <laughs> All right. So if you've never been on the Cult of Comics podcast before, this is a bad introduction to it, but welcome. Uh, this is our new segment. <laughs> Uh, where we're going to talk about the things that are going on in the world of comics. Uh, and we're going to start off with the biggest news uh, of the week that has Sean in all kinds of a tizzy. Uh, Zendaya and Tom Holland are officially dating. It's taken the world by storm. Everyone's shocked. Like you, Who could have called you this? You were really excited by this. No, I actually couldn't <laughs> was... have called this. I really could not have. I mean, I'm just going to hold maybe up the for you guys. on for, like, which movie... But not all the way till the third movie. <laughs> yeah, that's you sent me that earlier. Yeah. I swear. And so, I I actually would not never have guessed this like at all. And the reason why is because Zendaya and and Tom have said multiple times that they're just friends and that they just you know they never leaned into it. And plus, 
Tom Holland is adorable, but Zendaya has been a model for you know years now. And... He's too good for her. I mean, he's a pretty ripped dude. <laughs> you know, it's not that. It's it's just something. He's have the pictures of him kissing her are as awkward as he is. You know, like, and I didn't want this to be a gossip segment, but I just, I just thought that was funny because everyone makes the jokes about how it looks like he's hiding a frog in his mouth whenever he like has a photo taken of him, and it kind of looks like he's trying to fight the frog from coming out of his mouth when he's trying to kiss Zendaya, and I can kind of see Zendaya be like, keep that thing in that motherfucker in there. A frog. Bad. Now I want there to be a movie about Tom Holland keeping a secret frog in his mouth, kind of like Ratatouille. Let's write the script. Frogs. Spectre. Yeah, we can do it. Yeah, why not? I just think it's funny that you were so excited by this. I really didn't care that much. Yeah, Sean was like, the prophecy <laughs> has been slightest. fulfilled. He he is such a fucking liar when it comes to this gossip shit. You are a fucking gossip slut. I, when it honestly, comes to, I, like, like honestly, I, I was saying no. it like as a joke, I really didn't care that much. I swear to God. He's going to be writing about the fan fiction about this later on on his personal Tumblr blog. I'm really looking forward to it. The fan fiction's it. already there, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, doesn't mean that you can't write the better stuff. True. Uh, moving along uh, to other segments of news, what should we talk about first? CGC or we got a Let's special? Let's go on to the uh, quiz section of the show. Which one of the newsies are you? Which one of the? I'm a, the one of the newsies. Yeah. You crutchy? What does that mean? Am I crutchy? You're not familiar you with the about? newsies. No, I have no Man, idea what that is at all. Forget this segment. Let's go back. Are to... you? You're only like two years older than me, right? Yeah, you've never seen the Newsies. Is that an old movie? Is that a no. cartoon? No, that was like what from 1990 with Christian Bale. Just a Disney movie that flopped and then became a musical. Oh, that movie! Why would you bring up a movie that was a massive failure? Because it's the Newsies, and we're talking about the news. If I, it's just so fucking esoteric. It's like, oh, like I'm an asshole for not knowing what the fucking newsies. Jesus Christ, man. Uh, I guess yeah, I'm crutchy. Whatever the fuck one is that is. I don't fucking know. <laughs> this this is all just going over my Gen Z head. Yeah, I don't even. I I only know about it passingly because of Christian Bale's Wikipedia page. Because because you I, study I that. Wikipedia. Yeah, you study his. Wikipedia I actually page do constantly. It's. You're like, Not just you're like, what's, what's Christian been up to today? Oh, oh, there's been an update. I actually. Oh, oh. <laughs> I just, somebody just updated his wiki. I forgot what it was. Uh, no, you know what? Uh, it was because I was watching Reign of Fire the other day, and uh, I was looking through all of the actors in the uh, uh, film of that. Mm-hmm. I was like, what has Christian Bale been in? He actually has been in a lot since he was a kid. It's actually really weird. Yeah. Um,. So we should talk about the uh, Simpsons uh, episode. I'm sorry, uh, short that's going to be coming out, yeah. featuring Tom Hiddleston on July 7th. Uh, it is a Marvel-themed Simpsons short that is going to star. I'm assuming Tom Hiddleston as Loki. That's yes, and the title like. of the episode is "The Simpsons: The Good, the Bart, and the Loki." Yeah, that sounds like yeah. a Simpsons episode. Yeah. Um, you know what's surprising so, about The Simpsons is they've actually maintained their laughability. They're actually still funny. They're not. Yeah. Okay. I disagree. I actually, so, I've, uh, I've seen some new ones and they were good. So this short's going to be on what? Disney Plus on yeah. uh, July 7th. It's a Wednesday. And the story is, oh, so we get a double batch of Loki that day then. Yeah. Very nice. 
Except Tyler, because he hasn't watched any of it, so he won't get any Loki. Boo. Poor Tyler. I, there, there's, there, here's, here's how much I give a shit about TV at this point. Like, I, I was invested in WandaVision. That flopped. I was invested in Captain uh, Falcon. That was okay. That was that this was is decent. the best one so far. I really like it. I just watch it. It's not just watch it. Tyler, so here's Tyler, the thing: you do nothing else your Tyler, life. Tyler, just, here's, here's, Tyler, here's the thing. Here's the just thing: just be a what? basic bitch and watch exactly. what we're watching. <laughs> Give the mouse your money. Here's the thing: I have the subscription for a year. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to eventually mouse watch. Mouse already it. has his. Money. I'm just putting it off. Join in with the discussions yeah. and the hype because I've got stuff I want to send the group, and then you haven't watched it, so I can't without spoiling it for you. Fine. Think of us. Damn. Think of yeah, me, and Josh. Show? Think about Sean. Sean's all backed up with memes. Yeah, I am. He's got to let his meme out. <laughs> he's got to let his meme flag fly. Yeah. I have. I need to. Uh, so the story um, is Loki is banished from Asgard once again and must face his toughest opponent yet, the Simpsons and Springfield's mightiest heroes. The God of Mischief teams up with Bart Simpson in the ultimate crossover event, paying ooh. paying tribute to the Marvel Cinematic Universe of heroes and villains. Yeah, I mean, okay. This just kind of yeah. sounds like the uh, you know when Family Guy did Blue Harvest, the Star Wars parodies. I hope it's that quality. It won't be. Uh, Do you not like those, Tyler? I don't like a lot of Family Guy stuff anymore. Yeah, but that was I haven't quite liked funny. Family Guy. Yeah, that was all they the way funny. back yeah, in two thousand nine, two thousand eight. Sure. Yeah, Seth MacFarlane wants Family Guy to end. He doesn't write it anymore. He just takes the money. So he can. Yeah. Move on to just doing American Dad. Yeah. Honestly, though, he could do films like Mel Brooks used to mm-hmm. right now, and I would actually go see them. I think his films are actually pretty decent. Yeah. And I never saw Ted Two, but it wasn't as good as Ted One. But it was to die okay. in the West. A million I've heard ways. Mixed things. A about million that. ways. It wasn't good, but it was laughable. It. Yeah. You could watch it. Okay. Fair enough. Um, how are we feeling about this uh, upcoming episode? It kind of makes sense that the mouse wants uh, a crossover like this, right? Yeah. Um, but is this I... insinuating that this is going to be tied into the Loki show? Or... I doubt it. Could be a variant. <laughs> Maybe. Sure, they'll probably that means. make that joke. Yeah. Um, I'm hopeful for it. Like, I've seen recent Simpsons and not enjoyed it as much as Tyler seems to, but I'm hoping, because it's a standalone thing and it's got Maybe a bit more of a budget behind it, better mm. writing because it's a special episode. I don't know. I'm. Yeah. Tr- I want to be optimistic, but I don't know if I can be. Yeah, I don't know. When yeah. they say short, is it you know five minutes or fifteen minutes? Probably going to be fifteen, realistically, because yeah, like every episode, episode now is like thirty minutes. Yeah. yeah. Really, I, I mean, that makes sense. Oh, and in went, like twenty-two minutes. Yeah, it's around that. Also, another news: Simpsons has been renewed for seasons thirty-three and thirty-four. That's all. Yeah. See, like I love The Simpsons, but I also acknowledge that that's too long, man. Like, like yeah, Futurama yeah. was like a finite story; it was more cohesive and linear. What? And it ended. Well, Futurama and... several times. Yeah, it yeah, ended it several ended times. Like four times. Yeah. When you ask me how old I am, I am The Simpsons old. Yeah. I feel that. I'm almost there. Um, well, let's see. That, well, I don't think it's a really fair comparison to make with the Futurama, though, t- because Futurama has so many... Don't get me wrong, Simpsons had some really heartfelt episodes, but Futurama has stuff that makes you fucking want to rip your heart out. Yeah. yeah. Like really the does. dog. Yeah, dog. Seymour. 
Yeah, Seymour asses. Fucking hell. Yep. No, I'm a year older than The Simpsons. Fair. Yep. Um. So, shall we talk about CGC? What's going on with this Blackstone investment firm? Well, CGC has been bought by the Blackstone investment firm. So, Ryan Higgins Ryan uh, on Twitter, uh, who was the host of the Comics Conspiracy podcast, as well as the uh, owner of the Comics Conspiracy in California, uh, said that this is the end of grading? Is that what he said? I believe so. The end of grading as we know it. Which I so, think is very hyperbolic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's a very dramatic person in the first place, so I mean, I wouldn't be surprised by that, but I guess I'm trying to um, picture what he could mean. So His reasoning was firm, whenever companies typically get bought by investment firms, they get gutted and oh. become a shadow of what they once were. I think okay. that was more That's, thinking behind I, fair. it. Fair. I was thinking it was like, oh, it's lost That's its fair. legitimacy or something. Well, CGC has always had a reputation for being a little bit pricey and taking a long time. And I mean, CBCS has taken longer for, in my experience, but um, I've never gotten a comic graded, so I don't really know much about it. You send your comic to them? Yeah, well, so I went to a convention in CBCS back when they were first starting out. I got a signed copy of Powers Number One, uh, art, signed by Michael Ivan Oming, and uh, I got that t- turned in. I think I paid ten dollars for it originally, and I paid uh, a couple bucks to get the signature, and then they graded it for free for me because they were getting started. Um, it took them almost a year to send it back to me, but that is because they were so backed up. I know. Yeah, absolutely. You're looking at me like I'm crazy yeah. or like that's insane. But yeah. And it is. It's a long time. Wow. Um, but as a newer company, that kind of makes sense. And I understand that if you're doing a bunch of free grading, of course, you're going to be pretty backed up with a bunch of yeah probably high quality stuff and also the grading process process in general takes a long time like they have you ever seen the mickey mouse gloves in person like the white gloves with the three line stitchings on the back okay in person those actually do exist and they are used by grading services and grading specialists who very carefully and i mean like in a closed like white room environment will go through the process i've never personally seen the grading process and they don't like to um tell what that process is but from the things that I have seen, it is a very serious process. If Ryan Higgins is suggesting that this investment firm is going to ruin the experience for it, I don't necessarily disagree because now I'm thinking what happened in the 90s with the bankruptcy of Marvel and the overflooding of the market. Everybody thinks that they can buy up a bunch of number ones and that those are going to be worth a lot of money someday. And what does that do? It ruins the market. So yeah. if an investment firm get, comes in and takes a lot of collectibles and then ruins the market, again, much in the same way that speculators have in the last uh, 30 years, I could see that affecting how we have our collections uh, in the foreseeable yeah. future. They have, I could see that. they have commented and said that current management will stay in place. I mean, that's good. At least they're not going to... Yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, CCG's leadership team will remain in place. Okay. Um, I'm wondering how this is going to affect their uh, transparency with gradings. Uh, as far well, it's not like they had a lot in the first place, but they've at least had some, you know, degree of communication with the general public about this stuff. Um, I have an interesting story for you guys. Oh. Uh, 
uh, about grading, actually. So I follow somebody, his name is Drew X Deficit on uh, TikTok, and he's a professor or a teacher at a, a high school in, uh, in the East. I can't remember where now. Uh, he got a piece of Bob Kane original artwork, signature and everything. That's and cool. And he turned it into, yeah, right? Like it's in, he held it up and showed it and everything. We were going back and forth talking about the grading process, and he was talking about how it took him about a year to get that graded. And uh, after he had it uh, turned in, after it was gone, they brought it back, and they said, we can't grade this. And he's like, why? And they go, well, this is an interesting story. So we all know the story of Bill Finger and Bob Kane. Yes. Correct, Josh? Kind of. So, cover it. short short skim, uh, Bill Finger is the actual creator of Batman. Uh, Bob Kane did the art, but that's pretty much all he did for it. Uh, but for years, he took on the... Uh, was Bill Finger not the artist? No, he was the writer. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I, I get the two mixed up sometimes as well. Cause I thought it was like a Stanley Jack Kirby situation where he gave him like a rough that, idea. And it was Bill Finger who was like, no, we're doing this, 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 this. So Bob Kane's idea of Batman was going to be a blonde, domino mask wearing, red suit. Yeah, like, I've seen the image they made. And the, it's just it's so bad. <laughs> it's like Green Arrow, but like a step backwards. And no, really it's bad. like the Phantom, maybe, or something like that. Like some shitty. That's actually a better. Yeah. yeah, that's a good comparison, actually. So Bob Kane had that idea. And basically, it was just going to be a, a, something to sell compared to Superman. And Bill Finger came up with literally everything else. He came up with uh, the Penguin, you know, Joker, blah, blah, blah. Batcave, Batmobile. All of the stuff that we love about Batman, everything that is interesting about Batman, it's all Bill Finger. So Bob Kane, after taking on the mantle of creator of Batman, soul creator of Batman, and having that paperwork for years, unchallenged till the day he died, and even past then, um, he used that fame to his advantage every chance he got. But this is where it's interesting. No one knows what Bob Kane's actual signature is. Because when he would go to conventions, he never actually sketched anything out. He pre-sketched everything and hired other people to sketch things out for him as well and to copy his uh, signature. So there's an entire market flooded of, you know, quote, original Bob Kane art pieces and signatures that absolutely nobody can verify because he's he was such a piece of shit that he hired other people to do work for him and then charge up the ass for all this stuff. Hmm. That That's just what he did. So when he spent all that money to go get it graded and then he had it brought back, they're like, sorry, man, we can't uh, confirm this. I mean, in his mind, it's, you know, Bob Kane original piece of artwork. And of course, it's Batman. So, I mean, why wouldn't you want that piece of history? But yeah. it's just not something that you can confirm. Just a tidbit about uh bob kane and batman history yeah weird stuff um i don't really have anything else to say about the cgc thing because i think that i went on a little bit of a rant so i think i'm gonna we should move on yeah, to the fine. alien tv show yeah yeah so it's happening i didn't i did not know this was a thing me neither yeah so josh did you hear about it before? I might have heard something. Like they're always, oh, okay, so, they're always kind of talking about like, can we yeah. figure out how to make this happen? So it's the 
uh, showrunner from Fargo and Ridley Scott is also producing it as well. Really? Yes. So he'll probably end up like directing an episode, maybe the pilot, like he did with uh, Raised by Wolves. That show's fucking weird. Yeah. That show's really weird. Like, that's next level weird. Yeah. Yeah. The lady turns, goes into like, T-form and gets gold and then blows up spaceships. Um, yes, it's going to be set on Earth. Um, oh, I don't know if I like that. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, Alien versus Predator Requiem is kind of what it sounds like, where they're like, usually you're stuck in a location and you're trying to keep the outbreak from happening, but if I read it right, it seems more like the outbreak is happening, you can't really stop it sort of thing. Mm. but i like what they've done with the comics recently which is they did the first arc and then we've seen the solicitation for the next first issue of the next arc and it's mm-hmm. a different story yeah now if they Probably. did an anthology style series with this it could be quite good where you meet new characters each season does a different style of storytelling yeah mm. whereas if it's just going to be these people on earth trying to survive an outbreak for the whole show if it gets more than one season i don't yeah. know how interesting that's going to be uh, Who's producing it? Yeah. I just said, no. Oh, it's FX, I believe. Yeah, channel, sorry. We'll see how okay. uh, Why the Last Man turns out. Yeah, uh, I'm actually yes, really hopeful for it. FX, and it's also confirmed it's not going to be a Ripley story. I mean, I, sh- I kind of yeah. hope so, because Sigourney Weaver, I love her to death, but, I mean, yeah. you know. 50 years of you this. Don't, you don't want it to be like the Terminator films to keep bringing back Arnie. Even though he's getting yeah. older and older and we have to keep adding in reasons why he looks like shit. And I love it. I'm there for it. <laughs> that last Terminator movie was terrible. I didn't see Okay, it. so before we... Uh, I, I, I like it. It had some new ideas. It's a fun action film, but like that's it. Yeah. But when T2's possibly the best action movie ever made... You, yeah. you don't want a fun movie as a sequel. You want something that pushes you, it forward more. Did, did you see that James Cameron came up with the idea of the kid when he was on Ecstasy? That's weird. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, apparently his his mentality was uh, based off of a song from a, uh, a lyric from a Sting song, which was, uh, I wonder if the Russians love their children too. And he was like, oh man, that's so deep. Uh, nuclear war. Oh, children. Oh. <laughs> that's how he came up with them you can't make this shit up IGN just uh, confirmed it recently um, so before we move on I have a small story to say uh, about Alien uh, so there's always somebody out there I think that everybody can confirm that Alien is one of those franchises that is just universally good like whether or not you like uh, you know the fourth movie eh, the other stuff is good uh, yeah. Prometheus eh, Prometheus yeah. is a you good know. sci-fi movie but not a good Alien movie yeah, and then I never actually saw the Revenant or whatever Covenant. that uh, one was. Covenant. It was. Yeah, that. It's all right. It. It felt very generic. Yeah. It felt sure. like how uh, you would go in to make an alien movie, if you were just yeah, like, like I don't the, know how to make it. Uh, not the most recent Predator film, but the the Predator one where they're on the uh, like Predator hunting reserve. Predators. Mm. That's the one. Okay. I get them mixed up. With I was like, Topher the Grace. most recent. Topher Grace and um, the pianist. Uh, Walter Goggins. Yeah, Adrian Brody. And Adrian Brody, yeah. Yeah, that was Predators. I think the recent one was called The Predator. 
Okay. Yeah, I get them. Yeah, it was mixed up. They're not. I very thought Predators good was fun. Predators was fun. Yeah. No, they're not. Yeah. So back when I was working in retail, there's there's always going to be people who are fans of something. There's always going to be a guy who's got a big Batman tattoo. There's always and you know 10, 20, 30 Batman collectibles, or the guy who's got you know some sort of dedication to uh, like a really specific fandom in his life. But never before had I met somebody who was super into aliens until I worked in retail. And this guy came in one day and it was right before uh, covenant uh, was going to come out. And he comes in and he was asking for us, uh, asking us for any kind of like aliens merch that we had had because the movie was coming out and he wanted to, you know, get some hype. But, when he asked that, I said no, and then I looked him up and down, and I saw this gigantic, like his arms were the size of tree trunks, first off, and on both arms was just sleeve tattoos of xenomorphs, and xenomorphs, and xenomorphs, and he was wearing a cut-off sleeve xenomorph t-shirt, and like one of those, you know, fitted backwards caps, and like just really just burnt red skin, and he was just like, I'm fucking here where that goddamn aliens merch? Where the fuck is it? Like he was gonna rip my goddamn dick off right there, for what aliens merch? And he was there with his girlfriend who was wearing like, wow, well, I don't even remember what the fuck Hello they're called. Kitty. Affliction, that's a brand. Uh, Affliction, yeah. Like Affliction t-shirts and uh, like True Religion jeans, and they were both just like really fucking intense about this stuff. And I'm like, sorry, man, we don't have any of that, but we have like this other stuff too and he's like fuck yeah and he spent can like 200 dollars on red yeah can i interest you in uh tremors do you like some graboids <laughs> i was asking him if he was gonna go see the movie jokingly and he's like you're goddamn fucking right i'm gonna go see that fucking movie it's gonna be the best fucking movie ever made and i was just like okay jesus christ this isn't much of the story i just this guy just weirded me out and he's yeah. still in my mind still to this day of this guy who's just like covered in fucking xenomorph tattoos yeah. I've never seen anybody that dedicated to something like that the before. The dream of the 90s so is alive in Portland. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. Um, I don't have anything else for uh, news. I was going to include the stuff for uh, Spider-Man, but I mean, it's stuff we already knew about. You know, yeah. Spider-Man's going to die again. Maybe. Maybe. Who yeah. knows? He'll be back. He'll be back. Yeah. It's, um, he's is behind that in Yeah. Nothing no. I've got. Cool. I'm good. All right, well, that's our new segment of the show. Thanks for listening to the Cult of Comics podcast. You can uh, find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all the podcast locations. If you want to support us, you're going to give us a like, give us a share, give us a follow, but most importantly, give us a dollar, and you can do that by going to patreon.com slash cult of comics. Uh, go check out our YouTube channel where you can find all of our videos. Uh, you can find conversations like this happening. We actually get quite a few bit of traction uh, on YouTube. Um, if you go to the... I'm not going to go into the tiers. Go to our patreon.com and you can check those out. Uh, I'm Tyler. You can find me on TikTok at Tyler Brown is here. I'm Sean. You can find me on, find me on uh, wherever the hell Instagram. <laughs> Sean Walsh seven four seven fighter jet dot org. Yeah, that's it. An effort was made. Yeah. You tried. And Josh can be found. Where Sean? Where can Josh be found? He's got. Oh well, yeah, he's got an Instagram now. It is Cornhusker one, I believe. Oh, one two three Cornhusker one was already taken. Uh, that's weird. Yeah. Cornhusker one two three. There he is. Yeah. He's got zero posts. He's got two followers, and he's following two people. You guys are my two followers. We are. Oh, isn't yeah. that sweet? 
Oh, well, I sent you a message so, on Tuesday and you still haven't seen it yet. No, I don't have any way of getting notifications from that. Let me, let me so just Josh, pull that up. I have to ask you before we wrap up. Yeah. What part of the government do you work for and how many missile silos have you built? Uh, none and I don't. Sure. Officially. No, but I tell you what. Uh, unofficially, just look at me in the eye. Blink once for yes, twice for no, and three times for stop. Okay, that just railed me this. How many missile silos are in the U.S. right now? Like you can't answer those just, numbers. Just blink, blink. <laughs> just, just blink incessantly. Who do you work for? I don't know what company you work for. I just, I just work for a local university. Ah, and this, okay. Mild so mannered, not professor by day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What kind of engineer are you again? Nuclear uh mechanical mhm mhm and how many uh, weapons of war have you manufactured blink <laughs> did you just look for your children <laughs> so no, two no i looked yeah. off to the side to you know look at my non-existent weapons i don't my large my large stockpile over there he's produced two children those count as uh, weapons of war yeah i've destroyed a toilet or two in my day Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> All right, we're ending the night. Have a good sh- have a good rest of your night. This has been the Cult of Comics podcast. Check out our uh, comic book club roundup uh, episode, which you're going to find up uh, coming up the- today as well. Have an awesome one. Bye.